The Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. Listen now for a word from our Lord. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near. At the very gates, truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to keep on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to you all, keep awake. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. On a gray Friday, during the height of morning rush hour, a young man walked into a metro station in Washington, D.C. He was carrying a violin case. He pulled out the instrument, found a place a little way out of the crowd, put the case on the ground, threw in a couple of dollars to prime the pump, so to speak, and then he began to play. But this was no ordinary street musician. It was Joshua Bell. Do y'all know who Joshua Bell is, some of you? Yes. If you love classical music, then you will know him. Joshua Bell is a virtuoso violinist. He's one of the finest in the world. And only a few days earlier, people had paid hundreds of dollars per ticket to hear him play at Boston Symphony Hall. Now he was standing just a few feet from morning commuters, playing exquisite music on his 1713 Stradivarius violin. So, can you guess what happened? Well, let's watch and see.
So what happened? Not much, right? Not much. He played for about 40 minutes. Two people stopped to listen, and he made a whopping $32 off of 27 tips. The other 1,070 people who passed by were seemingly oblivious, caught up in their own minds, I guess. Something amazing was happening right in front of them, but they missed it. Friends, the night Jesus was born, an awful lot of people missed it. There was a special star in the sky and angels singing, and yet the only people who seemed to understand what was going on were a group of shepherds. Now, I think most of us say to ourselves that if we had been there that night in Bethlehem, we would have seen, we would have understood, we would have been part of the 0.5% who got it, not the 99.5% who did not. But friends, keep in mind, the 99.5% weren't bad people or ignorant people. They were just ordinary people. They were busy, they had lives to tend to, problems and difficulties to think through. They were probably distracted by the big news of the day, which was that Caesar had ordered a census of the entire world as they knew it, and everyone needed to return to their hometown to be counted. So, in all the hubbub, they missed Jesus. Friends, why were the shepherds any different? Have you ever thought about that? Why did they seem to understand what everybody else didn't get? Were they remarkable in some way? Far from it. They were the most ordinary of ordinary people. Shepherds back then were poor, uneducated, smelly guys who spent most of their time out in the field with their flocks. Why did they understand that Christ had been born and the most important, wealthiest, most educated, and powerful people in the land did not. Perhaps it was because the shepherds were on watch. That's what shepherds do, you know. They keep watch. They stay awake. They keep alert. So when our extraordinary God filled the sky with the heavenly host, they didn't miss a thing. And those ordinary people, those shepherds, they were the first at the manger. Now, in our text this morning from the Gospel of Mark, we are cautioned to keep awake, to stay alert, to keep watch, because Jesus is coming. Now, Mark, friends, was talking about the second coming of Christ here, his return and ultimate victory at the end of time, but... This text applies to Advent as well. That's why we read it every year about this time. Friends, Jesus is coming to us. Jesus is always coming to us. And Jesus is coming to everyone. Not just remarkable people or powerful people or wealthy people or the ones to whom the world pays attention, but to everyone, to ordinary people. To people like you and me. And all we have to do to experience his coming, to know his presence during this Christmas season, is to follow the example of the shepherds. 
and keep watch. So the question is out there. If you had been in Bethlehem that night, would you have seen? Would you have understood? There's one way to find out, and that's to ask yourself what you're seeing and hearing this Christmas season. When you read or watch the news, do you only see struggle and strife? Or do you catch glimpses of love and compassion and beauty and peace? When you venture out, do you only see traffic and chaos and crowded parking lots? Or do you see those children so excited to get a glimpse of Santa? Or the beautiful poinsettias at HEB? or the twinkling lights on the houses, or that Charlie Brown Christmas inflatable in your neighbor's yard down the street. And what are you hearing this season? Do you only hear negative voices? Do you only hear the blare of canned Christmas carols and honking horns, or do you hear the faint sound of family saying grace over a meal? A man speaking kindly to a homeless person on the street. Christmas carolers at the local nursing home. Because my friends, if you are seeing and hearing what is good and right and beautiful and true, if you are seeing kindness and compassion, if you are seeing peace, then you are on watch. You are awake. You are alert, and you wouldn't have missed a thing back in Bethlehem that night, and you will not miss a single thing this year either. You see, friends, it's important to remember that what we see and hear is not dependent so much upon circumstances as upon us. We don't have to be remarkable in any way to experience the coming of Christ during this Christmas season and beyond. All we've got to do is be on watch. And so I want to invite you this year to be very intentional about that. Be very intentional about listening, about truly seeing. Friends, take a breath. Step back. Be still for even just a moment each day. Put down the phone, or even better, turn it off just for a short time. TV too, that can go. Open the eyes and the ears of your heart. Don't worry so much about fancy food or decorations or presents. Give yourselves a break. Pay attention to people. What are they saying? What are they doing? What do they look like? How are they acting? Open your heart to truly see and hear be on watch.
and I promise. You will not miss a thing. You will witness the coming of our extraordinary God. Will you pray with me? Holy God, we give you thanks for you come to us in Jesus again and again, but especially during this Christmas season, oh Lord, we want to see and hear him. Open our hearts to receive him still and help us to share the good news of his coming with others. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.